go ahead and get started with barbershop.talk podcast. In this podcast, we talked about concerns, concerns facing you, issues impacting your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we are going to talk about it today on our podcast. And you are right. This is J-Rod, and I am your host, and I am in Out The Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am here with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out The Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right. You are absolutely right when you talk about the flavor. Because what we try to do, we try to bring the environment or the conversation for the barbershop and we try to bring it all here on our podcast. And I must say, KC, it was another dandy in the barbershop Saturday. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Things are still heated up. Yeah. Lots, lots going on in this country. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this country. In fact, the number one topic in the shop Saturday was, here it is, the U.S. House of Representatives. Yes, indeed. They have impeached President Donald Trump for incitement and insurrection. And they also did it with a vote. Surprisingly, the vote was 232 to 197. Yeah, there were uh, 10 Republicans that joined in uh, on that vote, including the number three um, Republican in the House, uh, Liz Cheney. So, you know, they, they're finally tired of Trump. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing more and more people jumping off the bandwagon. And speaking about jumping off the bandwagon, I was blew away with our man, Mitch. Mitch, <laughs> that's right, Mitch McConnell. Oh, my God, did you happen to hear him talk on the floor? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's laughing yeah. about it. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> there she go again. She just can't stop laughing about it. Yeah, he was a man that spent four years doing everything he can to protect the president. Oh, and then finally, as he's going out the door, he's like, you know, we're taking a stand against this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember one time after the uh, the first uh, impeachment, and of course he was not convicted when I say he, Donald Trump, and he was saying, and Mitch done a fantastic job. <laughs> you know, now I wonder what you want to say about Mitch after he heard this on the floor. So let's just play a little snippet of, uh, of actually what uh, he said. ABC7 News is now on Apple News. Just launch the app, click on following, and search ABC7 Bay Area. Yeah, we got a little right on your iPhone. On we get a little money now. Last time the Senate convened, we had just reclaimed the Capitol from violent criminals who tried to stop Congress from doing our duty. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. Ooh, did you hear that? He yeah. said the mob was told <laughs> lies. By the president. And other powerful people. Now, that part I didn't like. I mean, you know what I mean? Who? What's his definition of powerful people? Oh, uh, well, I guess Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> uh, I don't know how powerful he is with streaks running down the side of his face. But... <laughs> 
and making public appearances uh, uh, right side, uh, right out front of uh, adult venues. But <laughs> well, I guess, I guess uh, you're right about that. There was one other powerful person there, if you want to call him that. Uh, this is a guy who never held a job in his whole life, uh, Eric Trump. <laughs> 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 That's right. That's absolutely right. The big loser. He's a loser. All right. So I guess if you're talking about those powerful people, I call them powerful people, uh, so be it. It's just the fact when I hear somebody talking about powerful people is that it's another form of separating uh, Americans. Because in my opinion, every citizen is a powerful individual because their their vote combined is very powerful. So I don't know. I just happened to catch that word powerful people and it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> so anyway, that was that. Uh, but hey, you know, let's get back to our topic because we was talking about uh, actual the incitement of insurrection. That's like a pretty big term. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, and before we start talking about was there incitement of insurrection and all that, we might need to, to see if we really understand these words and these terms. You know, that's a very good point, because a lot of times it's not that people are uneducated. You know, I don't want to give that impression at all. It's just sometimes that since we are not in a particular form, that we may not understand exactly the true definition of the word. Now, we have an idea because we know it has something to do with violence. That's for certain. But these are not things that come up every day. In fact, I don't remember before this incident, the last time either of those words came up. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So let's see what we have here. I am going to mess around and uh, the last, I know Arthur was taking a break the last time I checked. <laughs> you know, he's good for that. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, hey, Arthur. Arthur, are you here? Introduce yourself. Please do. Arthur. Hello, my name is Arthur. I am the smartest in the room. That's easy when you and KC are in the room. You know, why did I say that all the time? I mean, yeah, it's, it's getting old, Arthur. Yeah. Plus, why it take you so long? I know you can't say you was in the restroom. What was you doing? Spitting out parts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to know. We want to know. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, what was you doing? Oh, he's not gonna say anything. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, you just—he just had facts. Okay. Is that what you got, Arthur? Just facts. I have some jokes. However, I am better at giving facts. Ooh, okay. I got that. I got that. No, no, no problem. No problem. Yeah, with your dry delivery, you need to stick with the facts. Yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> stick with the facts. I do have some jokes. However, my last statement was fact. I was not kidding. Okay. Well, I believe you. Yeah, wait, 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 was he talking about he was not kidding when he was talking about he's the smartest in the room? Is, oh, is that what he was talking about? Remind is, me to bring my wrench next week and we're going to. Tighten Arthur up. <laughs> yeah, we take him apart. <laughs> but uh, but Arthur, we're gonna be nicely this week because we you need to help us. All right, we're talking about you know Donald Trump and the impeachment, um, and it actually says incitement and insurrection. So we want to make absolutely certain that we understand what is the definition of incitement. So we do need you to give us the facts on that. So if you'd be so kind, would you define that for us? Incitement. The action of provoking unlawful behavior or urging someone to behave unlawfully. Oh, hmm. oh boy. Action. Action. That's, that's yeah. big. I mean, yeah. action is a big, big category. Yeah. So that goes beyond words. Yes. Right. That's what it yeah, sounds like. Doing something. Yeah, that's actually doing something. So uh, can we start with Trump uh, inviting his mob? I'm sorry, his supporters. 
oh, yeah. out in DC. Can we start with that? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, because he definitely took action at Fed. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about some of the actions. Uh, now, we already talked about what he did on the internet, right? When he said, like, hey, people, come on out, our supporters, mob, come on out. Yeah, he summoned the people to the White House on January 6th. Mm-hmm. He fed them lies, which he'd been feeding them since the, the election, but he you know, was ramping up those lies. Uh, he had surrogates uh, at that rally telling them the, such things as, let's have trial by combat, firing them <laughs> up. Uh, he ordered them to fight, fight fight like hell. So, you know, he's ramping it up a little higher. He commanded the mob to stop the steal. Don't let them do this to me. You know, it was a lie. Right, right. (laughs) Right. And then he directed them to the Capitol building. So (laughs) to carry these things out. So, yeah, he clearly uh, incited what happened. Well, I think you are so spot on. So are we clear about incitement? But then the other term that they use a lot was insurrection. So I just want to make sure that we're clear on insurrection. So if you'd be so kind, would you provide the definition of insurrection? Insurrection, a violent uprising against an authority or government. Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> that well, is well, a... we, we all witnessed that. <laughs> that. That was an easy one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was easy because clearly uh, the violent uprising against an authority, and it says in our you did say our government, and so it's clearly when he was talking about let's go down there and support, and let's not for the ones who are not supporting us in Trump's word, we won't be so nice. We won't be so nice. (laughs) So to me, (laughs) that is just that is that is encouraging an uprise of violence. And then also he was talking about the Pence, you know, if he was loyal. In fact, when the mob was was going down to the Capitol building, if I'm not mistaken, Casey, he ended up uh, um, tweeting something about Pence. Yeah, he was tweeting several negative things about Mike Pence while the uh, insurrection was occurring, and these uh, people are reading these things, uh, you know, in real time, and then they start chanting, "Hang Mike Pence, oh, hang man. Mike Pence, your own vice president." And and worse than that, while all this was going on, he basically was sitting back enjoying what was going on, not taking any action for several hours. Only after he was confronted uh, by uh, several governors who said, "Well." Even if we don't get the okay, we're just going to send uh, we're going to send National Guard in anyway. They've been trying for a couple of hours to get the approval through the administration, and he was uh, blocking it. Yeah, so, in, in fact, that was a crime itself. Watch on TV. You know, they yes. should have called the police then. That's what I said. Call it on them. Call them. <laughs> Call them. Should have called the police. Or at least set off some alarms. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You hear that? You hear that sound? You know, there's some white nationalism amongst. Them. Yeah, not only that, but you know, because I think some of them, you know, they look like they was off the farm, right? You know, they brought, they brought. You can tell that something was going on because you know, farmers they bring the animals. There were some cows out there. Yeah. Whenever the camera panned out, you can see all those animals out there. Yeah, that was there. That was there. I heard them all. They have horses. Cows, 
Bruce I even saw one guy even brought this animal. Okay, all right, all right. That's when you know you got those supporters. That's when you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know the elephant is the um, the symbol for the GOP. Oh, see, that's probably why I was out there. That is probably why I was out there. You probably that's right. Now, of course, in those elements, you hear them. Yeehaw! That's their calling for. <laughs> All right. But now get back to our topic because we talk about insurrection. Uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys know, but there's actually a law out there. It's called the Insurrection Act. And for those of you not uh, much in the legal world, anytime there's an act, that's that's another term for law. And actually, uh, Arthur, tell us about that. That's what we want to know about that law that was established. When was it? Tell us what it means and all that. The Insurrection Act of 1807 is a United States federal law that empowers the President of the United States to deploy U.S. military and federalized National Guard troops within the United States in particular circumstances, such as to suppress civil disorder, insurrection, or rebellion. Well, I tell you, it says back in 1807. Let, wow. let, me, let me tell you what they was on top of. They was on top of giving the President in power to deploy the U.S. military but they did not know that the president <laughs> would be the cause of it. Cause. Can you believe that? <laughs> that is right. So maybe they need to update that law a little bit. Well, here's what's so crazy about that. So the government they're toppling is his government. <laughs> that is true. That's even, that's even that's a little crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> it is his government. All right, you guys go down there and get that fool out of office. That's <laughs> <laughs> like getting rid of. But you know what's disturbing to me that you know if you're looking at the, uh, the news network and in particular CNN, there's some of the people are now saying it wasn't an insurrection, it was a rebellion. They just rebelled against what was going on. So we, I asked Arthur, do a little homework on that, Arthur. Tell me what is the difference. This is what I want to know: the difference between rebellion and insurrection. So, Arthur, if you'd be so kind, let us know that, please. Rebellion is uncountable, armed resistance to an established government or ruler, while insurrection is an organized opposition to an authority, a mutiny, a rebellion. Huh. Imagine that. So, it says rebellion is an armed resistance to an established government, or while insurrection is an organized opposition to an authority right and this clearly was an organized operation uh they all met at the at one end of pennsylvania avenue at the white house they received uh instruction and then they went down to the capitol building to disrupt the authorities from carrying out uh, their duties you know i think you're right in fact the duties that they was carrying out was a legal one so incitement says action provoking unlawful behavior. So actually it was using unlawful behavior to try to stop a lawful event. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, to me, there, there's no question about it that uh, Trump uh, should be found convicted on the one count of the impeachment. Yeah. And, you know, you get a lot of pushback from uh, several of these Republicans saying, you know, we don't need to impeach him. I mean, he's he's out of office, basically. Just we don't need to impeach him. But but yes, you do. You know, tell us about that. Okay, well, uh, 
Well, I, I can't. Let's talk about you. Yeah, because, you know, people who saying that, they got to be kidding. I cannot even believe they're saying that. You have got to be kidding. That's what I'm saying. You have got to be kidding. He should. They should impeach him. Well, uh, the Senate should impeach him. Oh, should we convict him, I Convict him, say. yes. Because he's already been impeached. Let's be clear yeah, about that. Okay, he's the appreciate first it. president in the history of our country to be impeached twice. Yeah, I, I appreciate you clarifying <laughs> that. I really do. So go ahead. Uh, but first of all, it would be a dereliction of duties for the Senate not to see through the process for someone who has been impeached by the House. Because the Constitution states that once the House impeaches someone, the Senate must hold a trial. Um, regarding that impeachment. Oh, speak up. Ah, you got to speak up. Speak up, say it again. Secondly, uh, people are saying, you know, well, it's so late. I mean, he's going to be out of office. But let me ask you something. If you commit arson against a business that was going out permanently, that was going to close permanently the next day, should the authorities excuse your crime? Say, I mean, yeah, you burnt the building down, but they was going to close tomorrow. You know, no, you don't excuse that crime. <laughs> hey, you got, you got to, that's right, you don't excuse that. Oh, I'm <laughs> We got more, we got more. Uh, third, uh, if Trump is convicted in the Senate, he would lose all of the lifetime benefits that are afforded to a former president. This would include an annual salary, a $1 million annual travel bonus, uh, allowance, I should say, uh, free Secret Service security detail, uh, among many other uh, benefits. And he certainly doesn't deserve those. I, I agree. I am so sorry, Donald Trump. You do not deserve those. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one more. And I think this is very important. Uh, if he is convicted by the Senate, they can impose a lifetime ban from him ever holding a federal public office again, which would significantly reduce his political clout. And I think with all the turmoil and division and trauma he's caused our nation, we ought to ensure that he can never be in that position again. I agree with that. And, and if they do, now you know Trump is going to do all of this. He's going to be crying like a little baby. He's going to be crying like a little baby. But that is totally okay with me because I'm telling you, that man just totally disgusts me. You disgust me. Down to the bone. <laughs> Down to the bone. All right. Okay. All right. Saying all that is that I'm going to take a break here because I think we said enough about our little president for now. But I do want to recognize our sponsor like we always do because we really appreciate uh, out the way studio allowing us to come in the studio uh, to complete our podcast. So anyway, oh oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? I swore it looked like the ceiling was going to fall in. I think something just hit my head. I, swear, I, I kid you not. All right, all right. Let me let me regather myself here. But anyway, Take the wrong medication. <laughs> I don't know. I think it might have been Arthur. You know, I think Arthur he's sneaky. Been. He's sneaky. He's pretty sneaky. But anyway, I'm going to pause here to recognize our sponsor which is Out The Way Studio and 421 Barbershop. Now, Out The Way Studio provide custom-made T-shirts and other apparel. Uh, and if you want any information or make an order, that's all you got to do is email King Cap. And Cap is with a K. King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Now, also, I want to recognize our, our second sponsor, 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. They are located in, on Michigan Road in Indianapolis, 
And if you want to visit us, please come in on a Saturday and join the conversation. It is outstanding. All right. With that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna change gears on you, Casey. I'm gonna talk about something else. Okay. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm gonna talk about it because again, you know for a fact it was a topic in the barbershop. And if you have ever been in a barbershop, you know we talk about sports. So based on that, it was the playoffs. The big game that they talk about was the Buffalo Bills and Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and in that case, I think Bills were victorious. Yeah, they did. They um, they had a, a pretty dominating performance uh, defensively, uh, limiting uh, Baltimore's offense. Uh, I think they only scored seven points in the game. I have to verify that, but I'm pretty sure it was uh, it was it was a very low scoring game on Baltimore's part. Uh, they actually at one point uh, put Lamar Jackson out of the game. I think he returned later, but uh, they had rattled him, and when he came back, he wasn't uh, very effective. No, he wasn't very effective at all. In fact, uh, very similar happened to uh, Kansas City. What, Mahomes, man, that dude oh. got knocked out. It looked like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson pushed that. Yeah. I said, are you okay? Are you all right? I mean, that dude looked like. Yeah, he needs some crutches when he was getting up. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was punch drunk. That's what I call it, punch drunk, because he, he was he was kind of uh, totally, totally knocked out. I thought, I thought anyway, he was in bad shape. And I know that it reminded him that if he was boxing, that he got knocked out. Now, I do know that you said, Maybe he should have waited a little bit longer before he tried to get up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the guy, I, I know he was in a boxing match. <laughs> That's what he heard when he got hit, because he got punched. <laughs> yeah, I think he was overheard saying, I thought Mike Tyson retired. What is this? <laughs> yeah, he got, it, it, it is a bummer that he got hurt, though. It is a bummer. Bummer. Yeah, I do have to say that because I do like him. and He's been pretty effective. The big question is to me, uh, Casey, is he going to play or is he going to be out because of the, the uh, concussion protocol? I'm saying he's going to play. Uh, I don't care what his concussion status is. This is a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And I think you lie about your pro protocols if you have to, but you play in this <laughs> game because this is the difference between going to the Super Bowl and not going to the Super Bowl. And no. back in yeah, no. back in the day, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, you know what they used to do? They gave you that old ammonia, that smelling salt. Yeah, get true. your ass back out there. Yeah, and then when they, they get back in the game, they score a touchdown. <laughs> but I just, I, I just, I just think that uh, uh, now with all this scientific evidence, where you know the injury heads are causing these retired athletes have all kind of trouble. Uh, and I do, I do realize that the Super Bowl is on the line. But however, I think his safety, his safety is more important. So I will vote for him to sit out and follow the protocol. You have got to be kidding. You got to be kidding. <laughs> because if this was a regular season game, yes. But this is you—you you prepared the entire season for this moment to get to the Super Bowl, and you ain't gonna let a big old knot on your head keep you from going. <laughs> I, I do not apologize for my position. I apologize for nothing. For nothing. I still say that safety is more important, and and if they need to follow the rules, go through the percussion uh, uh concussion protocol, and all good. Now, and, who who are you taking to win this uh, matchup to go to the Super Bowl? The Bills or the Chiefs? 
the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I'm taking the Chiefs. Mahomes is going to play. Oh, I don't care if his helmet is three times the size of normal because they got it bandaged up that much. He's still going to play, and they're going to win this game. That's I don't. No, I, nah, I, I, you know, now nah, I, I can appreciate your charge, but I just don't think. I just don't think. I just think Buffalo has been peaking at the right time. Uh, I truly think that uh, 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 Mahoney should sit out. Uh, so anyway, that's just my thought. Okay. Oh, come on. Look, man, there's other people on my side. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, but anyway, I do. In fact, I do pick the Bills to win in the Super Bowl. That's right. And so far, duh, winning. Well, I have we, been winning. Before we talk about them winning the Super Bowl, let's look at the other side of the ledger. Let's look at the NFC. Now, uh, last week uh, we had Tampa Bay beat New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, you know. They met twice in the regular season. It was the only time in Tom Brady's career that he got swept in the regular season. So that coupled with the fact that uh, um, the, the whole sole purpose for him coming to Tampa Bay was not to make the playoffs, was for this team to go to the Super Bowl. I knew they were on a mission, and he wanted revenge against New Orleans, yeah. and he got it. Yeah, he certainly did. Celebrate, celebrate. They got it. But I still think that they was very, very ugly, and they played ugly, and their mama was ugly, too. <laughs> ugly, and you're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You're just plain old ugly. Ugly. Tampa Bay is an ugly, ugly team. But you know what, though? The, the real reason why they won that game was because of their defense, not really what they did on offense. It was really the defense that won that game. That defense stifled uh, one of the most prolific offenses in the league. Stop! Could you repeat that again? You're killing me. That defense stifled what was one of the most prolific offenses in the league. Okay, all right. Anything you say, Casey? Uh, Anything you say? They caused four turnovers and scored three touchdowns off of those turnovers. All right, well, let's see how good that defense is going to be against Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers. Yes, because Green Bay won their game. That's right. And this this is all you're going to hear the whole game, and you're not going to hear it because of of Brady, you're going to hear because of Aaron Rodgers. Touchdown! <laughs> Touchdown! Touchdown! <laughs> you're going to be hearing it over and over again. Well, this is actually going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, a little sidebar. Week six of the NFL, in that week, Kansas City played Buffalo, and they beat Buffalo, and Tampa Bay played Green Bay, and, they, and Tampa Bay beat Green Bay. That was week you six. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. That's right, because no, you're, you're just talking a bunch of crap. <laughs> so I expect those same two teams to emerge victorious again. Wow. And meet each other in the Super Bowl. All right, so who I think is going to be in the Super Bowl is the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers, and you believe it's going to be? Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, now you heard it here first on Barbershop.talk. It is, again, uh, J-Rod is being victorious. <laughs> but all right, I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We're just going to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and sign off. It's been, been a fun uh, podcast. Uh, so what I'm going to say, I am going to say this is J-Rod signing off. And I would like to thank our listeners for listening to us. Uh, again, please go ahead and listen to our podcast and also click that follow. Uh, we're getting very close, very close to our uh, goal. 
So again, I'm just going to go ahead and turn it over to KC. And KC, if you'd be so kind, just uh, sign off. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk podcast, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say, go mob. mob on Barbershop.talk. Pretty decent. Um, very informative, and we added 